What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode from the Nosebleeds, episode seven. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Obviously, it's your boy, Joe. Starting it all off. I got my co-host with me, Corey. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and we also got one of my longtime friends, Jay Shaw, in the building. Yo, okay, okay. Uh, Yes, sir. Hey, you already know what time it is. All-Star weekend. We in Hotlanta. <laughs> well, not really. Right. Oh, Everybody named Mama uh, in Atlanta. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Right? <laughs> Atlanta is lit. For, um, either way, it shouldn't be because not a lot of fans can go to the game. They don't but, care about that. Nah. Yeah, you're right. It's all about the extracurricular activities. Exactly. Uh, around All Star Weekend. Um, I'm so mad. I missed it when it was in Orlando. Like that was eight years ago. Right. And that city. Well, and Orlando was lit at that time. Um, he had Kobe walking all over the place. Damn. Oh, anyways, <sighs> that's a tough subset. It's yeah. a tough subject. Tough subject. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> Gut punch. <laughs> that, that is a that is a knife twister. Anyways, <laughs> um, but yeah, man, uh, it's All Star Weekend. Game starts tomorrow. Um, it's a different format this year. Um. Everything's literally one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the contests, skills, three-point contest, um, and the halftime show is the dunk contest. Um, this is very different on top of what they're doing with the, um, with the format in general of the All-Star game as far as, like, um, play, there's no shot clock or no game clock, I guess, until they reach a certain number. So everyone's going to start. I think they're going to continue that, right? Um, That's what they started last year. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I figured. So it was a really great uh, all-star game last year. So with everything in one, um, it should be interesting. But we're going to talk about real quick about some snubs that should have been an all-star and that really got looked over. So... um, I got a few, but I'm going to let y'all go ahead and uh, say first what you think. I only got one real big one for me. Not even real big because I feel like they did a good job of subbing people in now. Uh, Yeah, true. Brandon Ingram Mm, has been hosting this year. Very true. He's had averaging (laughs) 23.9 and 5. He's been hooping. I feel like he should have made it. Very and a very good part of their offense too. Mm-hmm. Like Zion's been hooping, but like Brandon has had a lot of forty-point games. Yeah. So he's been consistent too. That's the thing. Like not not that Zion yeah. isn't, but but Ingram has been that consistent score for them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then Booker was the biggest one. Absolutely, Booker. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest snub. I don't even understand how CP got over him. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And 
when I first saw that, I was like, man, that's straight politics. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Chris Paul is a great player. Don't get me wrong. But Booker put up the numbers. And the team is, what, second, I believe, yeah, in the okay. Western Conference Finals, which is crazy because I think we had an episode about when they went 8-0 and in, in the bubble. And we were like, they're going to do some damage next year. And they're number two in the West. In the toughest conference. That's that's pretty impressive. So, Book shouldn't have been no injury replacement. Hey, walk-in bucket. Yeah. Walk-in Boquito. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) For sure. Um, You got it, Corey. Uh, yeah, man, so I had a couple on my list. Uh, like you said, Devin Booker was definitely number one. I'm glad he didn't make it, but he should have been an original pick, uh, honestly. He should have been a starter, in my opinion. So uh, I still consider that a snub, even though he did make it in the end. But uh, also, I want to throw uh, Jamal Murray in there. He's he's one for me. Uh, I mean, he's been a key piece of what the Nuggets are doing. Uh, I think they're going to end up in a similar position they did last year when it comes to the uh, the playoffs. So uh, I think he's been a key piece, averaging 21-4-4 for his team. Uh, and then Trey Young, too. I mean, come on, man. It's in the A. How can you not have Trey Young in the game? This man's putting up 26 and 9 every game. So I, I know. Which is, yeah. yeah so I know his team is struggling, but like, come on now. Uh, would you, who would you put him over, though? Uh, I don't, I don't know specifically. Uh, it's a couple names in there that I'm not thrilled about. I mean, I feel like they're deserving, but I'm not thrilled about. Uh, number one, I, Zach Levine. I'm not. I'm not crazy about my dude. He's hooping uh, though. He's he, averaging twenty eight. <laughs> he is hooping. Twenty eight and five. Hooping. Come on, that's the numbers. It's straight, yeah. but I mean, twenty six and nine is impressive too. That so, is. Correct. I don't know that uh, Julius Randle. I'm not, I'm not crazy about either. Uh, I mean. Dude has put up numbers for the Knicks. I can put up numbers for the Knicks. Like that's that's really not not saying too, a whole lot over there. <laughs> I was <average> eight four. <laughs> at least, at least, right. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know. It's a few names like so I'm not thrilled about that. I, I feel like they could have slid my boy uh, Trey in there, especially like I said, representing the A. Uh, I feel like the the hosting state has always got to have at least one squad player on the squad. So. For sure. Yeah, those will be my two. And then one, sure. one last one I want to throw in there, too. I feel like he deserves a little more love, but he's not getting it. Uh, it's, it's Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Uh, Shea Glizzy, my yes. dude. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, My boy yeah, averaging yeah. 23, 5, and 6. And once again, I know he's on a struggling team, but uh, I feel like it's his time to shine. He needs a little more shine. Um, I think he's 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 hooping, uh, and I think he's going to be one of the nice young up-and-comers that uh, will be an all-star, if not this year, next year. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um Shea has definitely stepped up his game mm-hmm. since since Chris Paul kind of departed. And they were they were a decent squad. Like, and I also see why I also see why Chris Paul is an all star. Mm-hmm. Like, they let like every team he's been on, they've been in contention. Yeah, if you that, notice that, like that, he's he's the, like the 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 last year in Houston, like they were seventh games against a stacked Golden State that they should have won. If he mm-hmm. did have played, if he would have played game five, they most likely would have been in the NBA Finals. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, he took an OKC with nobody. Like, literally, I was like, OKC, okay, well, they're going to be like 13, 15 in the uh, 
Western Conference. Mm-hmm. They made the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> they made the play. Like, I literally wouldn't have expected them to make the playoffs just because of CP3. I was like, oh, they had a CP3. All right. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, CP3 used to be that dude yeah. for Hornets and Clippers, but, like, I never understood and appreciated his game mm-hmm. until now. And then now he plays for the Suns. And they're number two. I know I just yeah. talked about it, but that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, Loki, Loki, I thought that was a horrible landing spot for him when it first happened. I thought it was going to be good, but I didn't think it was going to be that good. I mm-hmm. thought it was like, all right, they may get ninth or eighth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I seen what he did with OKC, and I was like, all right, maybe. But um, that I'm, I'm mind blown. Like, that's a stat for me that's like, sheesh. Chris Paul is that dude. That being said, uh, my <laughs> snubs, <laughs> my snubs, I got, honestly, I got three, okay? Um, I think uh, they should respect Darren Fox a little more, okay. um, and he's been a low-key hooper as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Right now, he's averaging 23 and 7, 23, 7, and 3. Um, and his team is slowly going to be in those play on playing games and slowly getting up to where they need to be of granted. They've been done with some injuries with Marvin Bagley and Harrison and Harrison Barnes is a hooper too. Like don't sleep on Harrison Barnes. Like he's been, he's been playing pretty good. Um, recently, no, 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 listen, 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 listen. I'm not saying. All star. I'm just saying, like he's not. He's awful. He's not a bad player. He had what a he had a forty piece the other day. Okay, I'm not he literally had, defense in the NBA. To, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't hear about that. I want the wing stop at a forty piece myself. That's nothing. <laughs> That's nothing. I'm just I'm just saying, any person, not a lot of people can get a forty Mo piece in the NBA. No way. <laughs> so hey, hey. And now, now he a head coach at Alabama State. Hey, <laughs> alumni, <laughs> HBCUs. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, so I think Darren Fox needs some love. Um, also, another one that may be kind of not really off the radar. Um, I think Tobias Harris should have got a reserve spot. Mm, I, like um, I like that. Tobias Harris is their team is number one, right? And he's a big part of what Joel and Bean and them got going on. Yeah, Ben Simmons and Joel, I get it. But Tobias Harris is averaging 27 and 3. Oh yeah. my God. And he is, he's. Hold he's on, hold on, hold on. I'm year. sorry. Hold on, hold on. How much is, because I don't like Ben Simmons. How much is he averaging? Because he don't need to be up there. I think he's awful. He's not. I think he's awful. He, uh, ben Simmons is averaging. Um, like 15. Um, He's averaging like 16. <laughs> 16 Ever since he got one point eight. in a playoff game, I, I can never respect him. <laughs> now you have one point, you're a point guard. Yeah. Yeah. And 6'10 at, the, at you, that. One point. I can. Go ahead. Just say, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> I, at least I can get one point. I'm definitely yeah. going to try to draw the foul. Yeah, like, he's averaging 16 and 7 and 7. Yeah, it's not. It's mediocre. I don't understand that. It's yeah. very mediocre. I think he should have got that spot instead mm-hmm. of like Ben Simmons. But hey, like once again, that's definitely politics. Politics when yeah. it comes to involve. And but when he first got it, I was like, hold on, what? Ben Simmons? Wow. Okay. Um, and I got one more. 
one more that's uh, a little bit very quiet. Um, but I think Chris Middleton, uh, he's he plays kind of like he doesn't say to use, he reminds me of Kawhi. They're literally the same build, right? Because they don't say a lot, they don't say mm-hmm. much. And Chris Middleton is very, very low key. And he, he barely speaks on the court. I don't even know if they know he's on the floor. But he gives a soft 30-piece consistently every game. Yeah. Like, you look at the stats. I'm just like, he either has 28, 7, and 10, or 34, 6, and, like, 10, or something like Like, it's always crazy stats. Right now he's averaging, um, I just had it, oh, 21, 6, and 5. Mm-hmm. Um and and they're on the Bucks team that you know he's a big part of that. He's Giannis' sidekick. So um, if anybody would deserve the reserve spot, either if it was over Simmons, Tobias, or uh, Chris, I think it would have been Chris. I, in my opinion, yeah. But I agree with that. I like me over Ben. Yeah, but that's just me. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll take you over Ben any day. Appreciate it. Any that. day. Um, <laughs> so, one point. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, he one played point. the whole game. Yeah. He played the whole game. Dude, that made me so upset. Uno. <laughs> and he got in the third quarter. Uno. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And and he, the fact that he can't shoot. He can't do nothing. Like, you gotta be two feet in front of the goal. You're. And he's not short. That's the crazy. It's not like no. he's like six foot. He's not AI's height. He's not Chris Paul's height. He's six ten and can't shoot. It's not. Even, a, it's not even can't. Like I've literally never seen someone who refuses to shoot. Like literally refuses. <laughs> you got people out here trying, like trying their yeah. hardest to shoot. No one, yeah. no one that can't shoot, but at least trying. This man literally yeah. refuses to jack it up. That's crazy to me. Yeah, like there's people who literally put up fifty shots. Don't care if they miss one. He, I, I don't know if it's a, a stigma with him. Maybe he's just very it's scared. Mental. It's got to be mental. It's got to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. It's something mentally. It's something mentally wrong. He know because, he can't shoot. That's the thing. He works on it every day. And then, and then, and then in the game, he won't take a one shot. Mm-hmm. Like every time you see him, man, work on all summer. Shoot threes all summer. All summer, and it hitting them though. It yeah. hitting them. So like, I'm like, all right, bet. This man getting the game, uh, uh, hit that double, <laughs> hit that double hezzy every time, Get and the they yips. go, and they're gonna leave him open. He never got any contestant. so yeah. like none of them are. They're wide open, but they were like, "Bro, I will live. I will live or die. Hit, take the shot." So there's no pressure on that side. So I don't know, man. Maybe he needs to go to a uh, a shrink. <laughs> something. something. He need to do something because they need to get to the next level. I think they need to do something more. Because um, Joel Embiid is MVP play this year, and he needs he needs something. I wish James Harden James Harden would have went to the Sixers, in my opinion, because I think they would have been unstoppable. But hey, it, it's all good. It is what it is. Um. But as we transition, we're going to talk a little bit about um, female and female refs and coaches in sports general. Hey. 
Um, this has been a very good thing happening these last couple of years. Um, we've been noticing little things and little recognition for for female athletes and not athletes, coaches and um, refs in these leagues, these men leagues. And it's been a really good thing. Um, the Super Bowl, this recent Super Bowl, I mean, what, there was three, three coaches, defensive coach, defensive line coach was mm-hmm. a woman, um, or assistant defensive line coach, uh, O-line. Right, it was a strength and conditioning. Like, that's crazy. Um, um, crazy in a good way. I'm not saying, like, in a bad way, but I'm just like, that's, right. that's wild for that to even happen because that's like – a monopoly that does stuff like that is not not normal scene so um i guess what are y'all thoughts on that and how's it going to transcend trend transcend in the next couple years uh, i think it's, it's awesome to see honestly uh it's it's about time and i'm glad that almost every sport is kind of starting to pick up on it uh I mean, females are just such a valuable asset, whether it's, you know, mentally or just what they bring, um, especially nowadays, you've got so many uh, <laughs> female fans of the game, you know what I mean? It used to be a stigma, you know, where, uh, you know, you were a tomboy if you were interested in basketball or football, or whatever the case is. But now it's we got so many females that are into the game. Um, it's, it's marketing. Marketing is directed towards the female fans now. So that's it's great to see them uh, become a part of not just, you know, players, but we're talking refs. Um, and even look at ownership. We see what happened last year. Renee Montgomery, shout out to her, uh, the first former WNBA player to become a co-owner of a team. Like, that's a huge deal. Yeah. Uh, this is a, of a black woman at the age of 34 owning a team. Like this, this is Sheesh. stuff that I'm glad we're finally able to talk about in 2021. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So uh, that's amazing to see. Uh, and then even uh, we finally got our first black NFL female yeah. referee. Uh, is it? Uh, I'm not sure if it's Maya or Mia Shaka. Yeah, Mia Shaka. Uh, yeah. Mia Shaka, yeah. So just stuff like that, man, is, is awesome to see. It's about time. Uh, and I just hope it continues. Absolutely. You know, I, I absolutely love it. I feel like, you know, in my opinion, women, we know, like, the X's and O's are really, really good. And it's, I feel like mm-hmm. it's about time we get that recognition, like, and taken serious because we we know just as much or even more than the guys. So I feel like that's, yeah. what, that's mm-hmm. what it's going to be going forward. People are gonna start respecting them, like, okay, she knows what she talking about, like, oh yeah, with conditioning, with oh. the play calling, with because we like fundamental. Everybody know that, like, especially basketball, women are very fundamental. We know the fundamentals. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we're gonna play yeah. defense. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. Now it just translates mm-hmm. like leading over to, you know, professional level, and it's gonna be beautiful to see these women telling these grown men. Like yo, like <laughs> go do this, and they're gonna be like, "Yes, ma'am." Yeah, yeah so exactly. Like, yeah, like, I know that. Um, I know that hits you differently, Shaw, because as you being a a female athlete, um, over the years, like I know it's a, a special thing, um, to to see, um, because it's it's been it's been a long time coming. I know, uh, Becky. Harmon. Um, yeah, Becky Hammond. Yeah, yeah, Becky Hammond. I apologize. Um, I know last year uh, when Pop was out, she was the first mm-hmm. kind of head coach to mm-hmm. uh, to coach the Spurs for for the for the NBA um, for a good stint. Like he had a bunch of other um, 
assistant coaches and chose her. So I thought that was very special um, to see. And like, it's, it's definitely something that I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see. Um, I just think, I hope, cause I know there's like a, a stigma to it. And I know a lot of men and these professional sports are kind of now getting warm up to it. Cause I know over the years there's been comments being, Oh, she don't know what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Or if there's a NFL ref, like one of the NFL refs, um, uh, I forgot her name, but she's very well known. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like if you, um, she's there's only five. So I looked it up the other day. There was only five, um, NFL refs, um, currently in the league, and um, <clears throat> they're not getting. They were not. They at first they didn't get the respect that they deserved, um, or they would get offensive comments. Uh, slain to them and all that different stuff. I just hope that eventually as you start seeing more, the respect um, comes uh, a lot more quicker uh, as they take everyone seriously and take these women in these positions seriously. So I think it's a good thing and um, hopefully we're going to start seeing coaches, head coaches Mm -hmm. um, in both in all sports. Like, I know it is in certain sports, but, like, all men's sports start seeing head coaches run the whole organization. And I think it's going to lead to that um, soon. For sure. Um, As we continue, we're going to take this to the fans and COVID. So, you know, Texas – Apparently we're we're our own country. Um, <laughs> they uh, they lifted the um, the mask mandate in the state, uh, and on top of that, opened up Texas one hundred percent. Everything's big Starting... in Texas, even the COVID <laughs> cases, even the COVID <laughs> cases. Yeah, absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, you lit it. We super lit. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, yeah, um, as it regulates to sports, uh, I, me, I do live in Texas. However, I'm still keep masked up because I don't trust all these people. And, you know what I'm saying, as soon as it gets out of control, that's when it gets haywire. But mm-hmm. um, how should a fan experience change after COVID? When everything's all said and done, when everybody becomes like Texas, in a matter of, <laughs> in a matter of like five or six months, um, what do you think is going to change, sports-wise, technology, things like that? How is the experience going to change? Uh, go ahead, Shayna. Yeah, you got um, it. After I don't know what after COVID is. I don't even I don't see after COVID for years, to be honest. So yeah. Um, the fan experience doesn't have to be limited. They have to protect the players. That's just how I feel. Um, you have to protect the people because they're just not going to do it. So I, I just feel like it's going to have to be limited. Very, very limited. I, I don't see any – if the cases go down, because everybody's getting the vaccine. Well, I ain't getting the vaccine. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a lot of people are getting the vaccine. So we just really have to see what happens over time. Other than that, I don't really see, you know, stadiums getting packed out. You know, mm. because 
No, it's going to spread. COVID is going to be there. So right now, a couple months, it's going to take years. It's going to take a couple, like two two more years, I can see it. Maybe getting back to normal. I'm going to still be paranoid. Still have my, I'm yeah. going to be the one two years from now, have my mask on. I just, <laughs> just in case, yeah. people dirty. They don't wash their hands. So yeah, very uh, true. I think it's just gonna be limited, it's limited, it's limited for right now. Like we really, we literally shut down for how long mm-hmm. just to not have a solution. What's the yeah. solu- what? What did we? What's the solution that we found? Uh, nothing, nothing crazy. I mean, yeah, this vaccine is supposed to be. Apparently, there's a new strand of the vaccine to where it's supposed to be new and improved and mm-hmm. and hot stuff, and that's supposed to make it. Yeah, that's supposed to make you immune, right? Uh, it just proves how much we don't know. Yeah, yeah, a year yeah, later, exactly. we don't know nothing. Yeah, yeah. we stayed in the yeah, house for not... what reason? We might as well have been outside the whole time. That's what I'm saying. Chilling. <laughs> Big chilling. In the house board. Nah, then we wouldn't have got no similar shit. But. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which I'm still waiting on that 14. But, uh, they just hey. passed it today. They just passed it today. Uh, hey, all right, then. We really going to be lit. We really going to be out there. <laughs> well, y'all stay out there and not come to Florida. Please stay out there. <laughs> we need to close the borders to Florida. All <laughs> <laughs> <know>, right. <laughs> Oh man, what you think, Corey? Uh man, so yeah, uh similar similar to what she said, like uh I think we just gotta limit the amount of people, uh and also just increase the spacing, you know what I mean? So uh we can't be having these eighty thousand uh seat stadiums filled to max capacity where everybody all bunched up next to each other. Um, you know, it, I mean, of course it all comes down to money. Uh we all get mm-hmm. that, we understand that. But uh we just we gotta do something about finding a way to get a large amount of people in a space safely. Um, and with that, I think just spacing them out is just really the only thing you can do. Um, I do love how, like, in the NBA, and I, I always thought it was crazy how close the fans sat to uh, on the on the NBA courtside game. I always thought that was so crazy. You yeah. get players, you know, going going after loose balls and going to the stands and getting hurt and spilling beer and all that. I always thought that was crazy. Um, so I do kind of like how – uh, with the stadiums who do have fans in them, they push them back a little bit. Yeah. Them and, and also the, the camera crews as well. So I hope stuff like that um, stays in effect. But uh, just with all sports in general, man, just spacing, uh, continue to require the pre-screenings before you come in the stadium. Um, continue to, you know, provide as much PPE as you can, as much sanitizer as you can. Yeah. Uh, but really, that's that's all you can do, honestly. It's just uh, cut down on the amount of, you know, shared foods and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but that's at this, at this time, that's all we can do. Yeah. That's really all we can do. And a part of it is just trusting that people will be responsible, which is very hard to Especially do. Yeah. Texas, boy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. In yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta don't do. care at all. They don't care. Hey, no, Atlanta, no, hey, Atlanta just. Clearly, you can't get hey, COVID hope- in Atlanta. As I say, um, no. Atlanta, what's what's that? What's COVID? Huh? Somebody, somebody, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what a friend told me. They said they got yeah. they got HIV in Atlanta, so it, they they can't get COVID because it cancels out. It cancels out <laughs> like Tinder. <laughs> they don't got enough storage in their body no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you can't you can't do anything wrong to be a saint. It ain't worse. I can't go worse from here. Can't have that's both. what I, that's that's what I'm I was saying. told. I'm, I'm immune. <laughs> I got HIV. I'm immune. <laughs> <laughs> I'm straight. Now. <laughs> you know what I'm hey, I, I feel you know. That's how you feel, <laughs> I guess. Um, 
But no, I mean, I I totally agree. I mean, Mm. for one, let me break it to you. Even before COVID, people always been dirty. Mm -hmm. Let's get that out of the way. People have always been dirty, right? So always have been, always will be. be. So that's never gonna be, never gonna change. Um, Mm -hmm. But I definitely think that you know the way we go about after COVID or normalcy is to the country, um, especially as sports. uh, I think they should add more uh digital digital um go digital like if they're going to a game and you know tvs little tvs in the headboards or mm-hmm. or in the seats or just add different things to where the experience isn't too crazy to where even if they're spread it out um have like little lobby areas to where mm-hmm. outside like they do it anyways but let's have it more of a concealed area to where, like, hey, you can still have the experience of being at the game, but you're in this lobby area. It's like almost a box seat, but yep. it's not really. It's out. It's just outside the actual stadium oh. or just out, just inside the stadium or things like that just to make it – because you can still have an experience without being actually at the game. And, you know, obviously – you know, the way they should do it is just, like you said, make it a safe way to to make sure everyone is going to be straight. I mean, at the end of the day, when it comes to this stuff, like, after a few years from now, it may be, like, a mandatory thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, like, they may try to force this uh, whatever vaccine to make. Because when America loses money, that's when it becomes an issue. Mm-hmm. All right, when owners and billionaires lose money, that becomes an issue. So everyone's going to start getting involved. Politics are going to start getting involved to where, hey, if you don't do this, we're going to start deducting stuff or taking more taxes out of your check or do this. Like, you got to get this vaccine. I think that's what it's going to trend to eventually because they want normalcy back so bad. Mm-hmm. Like, they, like, America wants normalcy back. Clearly, Texas wants normalcy back now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they cannot wait another month. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And people, you know, I mean, people in general, like, eventually are just tired of the, the, the whole COVID thing, like the stipulation. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, it's whatever. Like, even with the mask, like, people hate wearing masks. Like, I don't mind it. Um, is it annoying sometimes? Yeah, but it's like I know it's gonna I know it's gonna help prevent from other d- different things. Some dirty but people. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like we should have been wearing a mask out of birth. We should have been wearing masks a long time ago. <laughs> like when flu season, we should have been wearing masks because like yeah, people are coughing in the air. This is ooh. coughing in the air, yeah. just blowing their nose and just not wiping their hands. Like it's been like that forever. So it's like. I don't know, man. It's just I just I just believe strongly, you know, staying prayed up and doing what you need to do as far as what your part. And you know what I'm saying? You'd be good. Yeah, the, on- but, the only thing I'm scared of is yeah. the um how the games are gonna go, how it affects the gameplay, you know, basketball. Everybody knows how different games are with fans being there. That home court advantage. Correct. Mm-hmm. Like now you don't have that no is. fans, now we just playing pickup ball. 
Like exactly. Especially exactly. football, literally. we just outside playing yeah. regular games. We got to we are yeah. literally out there playing catch. Yeah, <laughs> NFL playing, street. They playing professional like, catch. It's no experience it. like that, and that's 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 no. you know the disappointing yeah. thing. And it hurts for the it, hurt, it hurts for the athletes too because they like some mm-hmm. people literally play their best yeah. for the fans. Yeah, like that's where they get the you know they get yeah. the best out of it because they got people cheering them on. Like there were so many injuries this year that in both sports that was like were they really injuries or they just didn't care yeah. to play. They were quote unquote injuries. Everybody was injured. <laughs> Literally, everybody. Who training y'all? Who is doing y'all physical therapy? That's what I'm saying. Y- y'all got the best coaches, best strength conditioning coaches in the country, and you been telling me y'all injured, <laughs> bro? Come on now. But then all of a sudden you can uh hop and skip in the in the club though. You know what I'm saying? It's, what car are you at right now? Hey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Another birthday party, random birthday party. And then we going missing. Uh this man literally went MIA. <laughs> I don't even know how you do that. Um like I don't even know. With your shoulder you hurt. With your shoulder hurt. Shoulder hurt. Yeah. Okay. They've been lifting the whole Picking, picking females in the air on my shoulder. <laughs> oh man, hey, it's all good though. Um, I hope the future for sports and the fan experience doesn't decrease. As it, I hope, I know certain places are allowing the limited fans, and that's great. I think they still should keep mm-hmm. doing that. I know certain stadiums are not doing it. I think they should. I think every stadium should do it now. Um, limit limited, you know the the space of the fans and to capacity of twenty thirty percent, um, because I think with that you'll get more participation with the players and um, you'll just see more out of them. I mean, granted, I know it's their job, but you'll see more out of them in my case. I know a lot of players don't want to be at this All Star game. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I heard uh, looking at interviews, like they was like, I don't really care to play. Ain't nobody gonna be there. I can mm-hmm. see if it's the playoffs, but the All Star game is literally for the fans. Yeah, in per- in person. So, so like, and they got three people doing a dunk contest. Yeah. Oh my god! Who's finna watch? That's what I'm saying. They're gonna, and they're gonna squeeze it, squeeze it half in the halftime. Time? That's crazy. How how are the how are the how are the players supposed to watch? That's my thing. Because one thing I absolutely love about the dunk contest is watching the other players' exactly. reactions. Exactly. Exactly. Like. And so how are they how are they gonna watch from 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 <laughs> the room? The dunk contest has already been going downhill. It's already yeah. been lame. Yeah, I feel like agreed. you know with the dunk contest. This is my idea. I need. To, I don't know who I need to pitch it to. They need to go back and give each player a certain dunk, like an old school dunk. I don't even know if they did this before because I ain't been watching. Uh-huh. Give them an old school dunk, but you gotta put your flavor on it. Like give it, yeah. like a like Michael okay. Jordan dunk. Because what they don't did every dunk in the world, you know. Okay. They like, have. They you have, have to do they this have. dunk, but you gotta Thanks. put something, you know, with I like it. That. I think they should do that. Correct. And why don't I think I think. But, no, I was like, I think that's a good idea. Um, because they they that's all they idea. all have been doing that in a way, but it's like, it's not like, it's not being said by the judges. Like, 
Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like they practice for these stuff, and it's the same type of dunk. Right, and I need these higher athletes to be getting a dunk contest. I really do. LeBron James, Correct. please. Someone please, please, please yeah. tell me why Zion is not in the dunk contest. So, so someone explain that I to me. I don't know. I think I, under, I understand he's in the game, but please tell me why he's not I, in the dunk I guess because this year is kind of lame. Yeah. Next year, next year, I would put a stamp that he's going to be in a dunk contest. And then they don't have the sophomore freshman game. I want to see that one. I was definitely looking forward to that this year too. I'm glad you said yeah. that. I was really looking yeah, forward to the that world, this year. The world, the uh, world versus US. So they yeah, announced I need, it. I need my boy Lamelo. So they announced. So they announced the starters, or they announced the teams, but they're not going to play it. Yep. That's so stupid. That's oh, so and then stupid. the celebrity <laughs> game. I always like the celebrity game. Yeah, yep, yeah, that too. I'm telling you, this year is a bust. Yeah, it's been it's been kind of crazy. COVID like really those are with... they, he really drugged. Yeah, yeah he yeah. Yeah, he did his thing on that. Cause she's, I always look forward to the celebrity mm-hmm. game. Not gonna lie, cause I wanted yep. to see like who could actually hoop, think they can hoop. All these mm-hmm. celebrities, mm-hmm. rappers, actors, All these rappers, <laughs> and some of them can actually ball. And I'm just like, yeah. Man, the the it's 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 crazy. I mean, I'm gonna watch it obviously, um, but it's it's not gonna be the same. It won't. Yeah. Um, but it's all good though. Um, yeah. So this part of the show, we are doing a special segment called "Would You Rather." Now, um, basically, it's a segment about I'm gonna ask a question and then you'll pick. Which one you'd rather do? Um, so, if there's any sporting event you could go to, which would it be? The Masters with Tiger Woods in the final round in contention. The Super Bowl with, I would say, any team Tom Brady's on. So, I would say the Super Bowl, Tampa Bay. And the Saints. The Saints. Oh, I, I, that, that's that's impossible because they're the same. It is, it is. It is. Um. Uh, what is a good team? Well, they had a good team. AFC Kansas City. Would you rather go to that game? <laughs> um. Or the finals. Old school finals. Lakers versus Boston. Kobe and Paul Pierce. And the World Series, Yankees um versus Boston. With <laughs> with the with the old school Yankees. Derek Jeter, uh Alex Rodriguez, Autumn Boys, and Big Poppy. That World Series. So which one would you rather go to? No hands doubt, easy decision. Listen, as soon as you said Kobe Mine, you <laughs> automatically picked for me. So Say no more. <laughs> I would see Kobe being Bryant for five hundred Alex. Thank you. <laughs> very true. Very true. I mean, those are I, I put some really good options, but those are some good games to watch too now. But Corey, no, what absolutely. you got to say? Uh no, I'm on I'm on the same exact boat. Uh yeah, I'm taking that NBA finals all day. Especially if it's like a game game seven, oh yeah, all day. Game seven, NBA finals. Yeah, it doesn't get better than that. I, I would love to follow Tiger on a Sunday, Masters Sunday, but 
Man, finals, and you said Kobe? No, nah, I, I can't. said Kobe. <laughs> very true. Yeah, very true. You should have um, said somebody else. I know. I, I really should have. That, that was a kind of an easy decision. Um, My experience, so. If you don't say Kobe, got, I'm hanging up. Go ahead. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm <laughs> <laughs> hanging up. Um, I've actually had followed Tiger on a Sunday that he won and that was actually electrifying. Like, to see that experience, um, it was a Bay Hill, I think it was 08 Bay Hill Invitational and that was the year he won. He made like a 50-foot putt to win the the the, the tournament um, and he threw like his hat down on the green and like, I was there for that moment. Like, that was dope experience to see. Um, I could just imagine that at the Masters. It's a different course, but like, following Tiger is crazy experience. Like, in a stadium, doesn't really compare to what that atmosphere is like. I mean, 50,000, 60,000 people watching one player dominate mm-hmm. and, and, and win in that fashion was crazy. Um, seeing Kobe, I have seen Kobe play uh, one time when he played Orlando, and that was a crazy experience, too. And um, that was a moment that I was like, dang, like, it was just crazy to see, like, it's somebody I actually um, look up to as an athlete and all his, the way he carries himself and things like that. And um, seeing him in perform was, was crazy. Um, Obviously, I'm not really a big baseball fan. Um, however, in this situation, I've never seen Tom Brady play in person, but let me say this, um, that would be a good series to watch the Lakers and Celtics like them, that, that atmosphere, I think that was his fifth ring. No, that was his fifth. When he won, it was his fifth because Orlando Mm -hmm. was his fourth, if I'm not mistaken. So that was his fifth ring, and the way the way that atmosphere was, them losing to Boston in 08 and coming back in full circle and beating them the way they did, that would have been an experience to that you can't miss and for a lifetime. Um, so I'm kind of on the fence, but I would choose Kobe Bean for yeah. sure in you know, that in that environment. Even though you all know, I love me some Tom Brady. I love Tom Brady. Yeah, it's still he Dean. He's very. He's a very. It is. It is. Now maybe if the situation, yeah, wasn't how it is, um, it it, 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 it most likely not gonna lie. Most likely would be a Tom Brady for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and uh, yeah, you know who I would like. You know who I would like to throw in there. Serena Williams, Wilson. Wilmington. Oh my god! Ooh. Ooh. That that might that, right. that, that, might, that might be enough. That might make me be like, hold on. <laughs> Serena in her like, I'll I'll take Serena right Ooh. now. Serena right no now. <laughs> right, I now. right now. Like she, oh, uh, I always had a soft spot for Serena. I actually have a picture of her. Soft spot. Uh, <laughs> Exactly, man. Corey always loved Serena growing up, Please and um, I know I have a picture of her in my in my game room. And boy, 
Yeah. Yeah. I, Her and Osaka going at it like they just did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be crazy. That would, that, that would have been something to watch. Um, even yeah. even them, um, the sisters going at it in their heyday. Yeah. I would like watching that. Like Absolutely. when Venus was actually um winning some mm-hmm. stuff and yeah. um yeah like sheesh yeah i Thanks. i should have mentioned that um that was a really good one really good one i would like to see serena play some men i would like to see serena play joker i was a day huh oh my god I, I mean i just think i think that would be a good I think that would be a good matchup. Like, I think she can keep up with the men. Hello? Um, just... Yeah, if anybody can, I think she can, for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, if anything, you know, hopefully that will be, like, a little charity event and that happens eventually. But, um, all right. Now we get into our best part of the show. Ooh. Trivia. 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 Hold on, hold on, Joe. <laughs> Can you please ask the questions correctly, please? That's all I, I ask. I will. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask the questions correctly. Trust me, I got it. I got all you. All right, cool. And we and we're gonna give you, you all before. the chance. <laughs> this is trivia all star edition. Okay. All right. All star edition. Um. So the first question. Okay. Who had the most points in the NBA All Star game? Was it A, Kobe Bean Bryant? Was it B, James Harden? Was it C, Anthony Davis? Or was it D, LeBron James? Mm. Not everybody answer at once. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. I think we lost somebody. She'll come back. Okay. Um, but yeah, for right now, my fault, my fault. I got a cricket. It's all good. All right, you said <laughs> I don't got a cricket. It's acting like one. All right, you said Kobe, <sighs> LeBron, Anthony, and who? The um James Harden. I know it's not Kobe. I know it's not James. I know it ain't LeBron. It gotta be uh Anthony. All right, what you think, Corey? Uh, I actually think it might be. I don't know if it's Kobe or not. I want to say it is. I'm gonna go with Kobe. Huh? Okay, that's the final answer. Uh, that's the only answer I got. <laughs> All right. Um, actually, Jasmine was right. It was Anthony Davis. He scored the highest. It was like fifty uh, something. Fifty-two mm-hmm. points. Yeah, he had 52. I don't remember. Yeah, he had 52 points, I think, in 2019. Mm -hmm. Really? Also, the the same year he became the MVP. Mm -hmm. So he had a 50 piece. Yeah, um, Kobe was close. He had a, you know, a a 40 piece a couple times, but. Okay. Okay. You know? Um, Yeah, so next question Uh, Which player. Had the most assists in the All Star game Ooh. in history. All Star game history. Pee-pee. All right. So A. John Stockton. B. Magic Johnson. C. Jason Kidd. Or was it D. Steve Nash? Oh, I know this. Off rip. 
All right, one of y'all. Uh, have to go with Stevie. Okay. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, it is uh, the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets, <laughs> Steve Nash. Uh, y'all both are eh, man. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> it was magic. Johnson. I thought CP3 broke that like a year or two ago. Nah. Nah. Magic Johnson holds the record for 22. No, 22 man. You got that wrong. Assists. Somebody broke. They just broke that. All-star game? Yes. I feel like I just, I just seen it happen with my own eyes. Nah, nah, nah. Let me double nah, check. Nah, nah, you got that from Wikipedia? No, <laughs> no. This is all from NBA.com. Exactly. Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. No, he still he still holds the record for twenty two. Twenty two assists. Okay. Um. All right. So, we need to start seeing some sites, some uh, some annotations with these uh, these questions. I trust some me. Citations. Yeah, I got some citations. <laughs> I got some citations for you. Um. All right. So last question. We can do all that on your own time. Uh, last question. Uh, who has the most MVPs in an All Star game? All right. Who has the most MVPs in an All Star game? And don't be googling no answers. All right. How, how are we gonna Google answers when you got one wrong? I, I'm, I'm just saying, you're starting off Googling <laughs> stuff that is not important. All right, so A, Kobe Bryant, B, Bob Petty, C, LeBron James, or D, A and B? Who? A and who? A and B. <laughs> a and B? B was Bob... A and oh, B. Oh, I, I thought I was a player. Like, who is that? <laughs> who, who, who do you play? Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Not Antonio Brown. <laughs> All right. Who was A? Who had the most MVPs? The most MVPs in the All Star oh, game. I feel like knowing you, Joe, it's gonna be A and B because why would you throw that in there? So I'm going with A and B. I don't know. So they probably it probably was a tie. Go ahead, go ahead, Corey. What you think? Uh, I know for a fact, actually. I, ha- I just happen to know this off the top of my head. It's, it's King James. King James. Yeah. Positive. That's the only answer. <laughs> All right, um, Corey, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> Corey, you're wrong again, my friend. Um, it was Kobe Bryant and Bob. Well, you gotta Petty. think like Joe. <laughs> think like Joe. <laughs> and Bob Petty. And Bob Petty. I'm trying to figure out who is Bob. You don't Petty. even need to know who that is. You gotta Petty. know Joe, and why would he do this? He was. A- <laughs> <laughs> he Bob Petty was um, a very good guard that played in the '80s um, and '90s. Him. However, however. He does tie Kobe with four All Star MVPs. Who he was playing? Um, LeBron, LeBron, <laughs> Jordan, Barkley, uh, Elijah Wong. They weren't playing for real. Players like that. Bob Petty's actually a Hall of Famer. Okay. If you haven't heard about Bob mm. Petty, he's like one of the. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. News to me. Um, but yeah, LeBron James was a close second. He has uh, three. MVPs, so, but no one has passed Kobe or Bob yet. Mm. But um, but yeah, man, uh, that's it for the trivia. 
And um, I got a bonus question. Yeah. I got a bonus question. And I got, and I got, I got, a, I got a bonus statement at the end. But go ahead. You All right, cool. I got a bonus question. So, in 2003, who was the MVP of the All Star Game? A. Iverson. I don't know who was in there. <clears throat> a. Iverson. B. Dirk Nowitzki. C. Tim Duncan. Or D. Kevin Garnett. Ooh. Process of elimination. I know it's not Duncan. I, I don't even remember. Oh, three. I mean, Joe, oh, three. I, I know it was random one, but I, it was a bet. It was a bonus. Uh, that's when they were wearing their own jerseys. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember Dirt winning one. Uh, I'm going to have to go with AI just because it's mm-hmm. AI and I love AI. So shout out to him. <laughs> uh, I love AI too. My favorite player of all time. But uh, I'm actually going to go with Dirk. I, th- I think it was Dirk. Mm, positive final answer? Because that, w- that was his heyday. I- I'm thinking it had to be Dirk. Yeah, I'm, I'm positive. All right. Um, y'all both wrong again. Uh, <laughs> it-, it was Kevin Garnett. It was KG. Simple. I was gonna say that because you yeah. said D little strong. D. Like I was gonna say D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was KG. He was a MVP of the 03 All-Star game. His only MVP mm. for the All-Star. Um two-time MVP for the league. But yeah, so that is it, y'all. Um, I know Corey, you said you had a bonus statement. Yeah, man, just one one thing I just want to shine the spotlight real quick. I know we just spoke earlier on, you know, diversity and, and the growth of diversity in sports. But, man, one quick second, just a shout-out, uh, Florida a and I don't know if y'all yes. heard, but, fam, you officially, officially got a Nike sponsorship yes. for athletics for six years. So, shout-out to FAMU, shout-out to Nike. Uh, LeBron James is also involved in yes. that. So, man, that's, that's a huge, huge, huge deal for HBCUs and, and just sports in general. So, man, shout out to that. That's, that's awesome. For sure. For sure. What they've yeah. done with advertising, um, HBCUs, Chris Paul being the advocate of HBCUs, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Deion Sanders. this year like, in, the, in the All-Star yeah, game. Yeah, having that spotlight. Yeah. Um, also, I think I mentioned it in our group me that um, the SWAT conference is on NBA TV. So they're going yep. to be starting to air basketball games on NBA TV for the SWAT conference, which yep. is Big which move. is crazy, yo. Like, and all of us are Big, all of us are alumni um, from these schools. Me and Shaw from Sam, yep. uh, me and you from Alabama State, and it's like yep. Yep. it's crazy how it's trans transcending into something really special. And um, it's yeah. been a long time coming, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a very facts, long facts. time coming. But thanks, I love it. Though. I love it. I'm glad we're getting the support that we finally need. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, y'all, this has definitely been a fun episode. Um, Shaw, I appreciate you again for stopping of by course, and my pleasure. dropping some knowledge. It's always good to have you. Hey, I appreciate y'all for having me. But yeah, y'all. Hey, no worries for sure. Definitely not going to be the last. Right. We can get this all together. We can get it together. Exactly. 
We're going to get this man a deal next. Don't I worry. know. We're going to try. We're going to try. <laughs> We're going to try. That's the goal. <laughs> but, yeah, everybody tuning in. Appreciate y'all for listening. Check out episode seven. We are out on all platforms. Hey.